Are we ready, Spaghetti? Oh, I'm in my plaid. You're in plaid. I'm in plaid. We are ready, Spaghetti. Yes, but I'm in my, you're in a plaid flannel shirt, and (laughs) I'm in a plaid flannel nightgown, complete with frills. So, you know, we are both wearing plaid, yes, but, um, (laughs) welcome to I'd Kill a Spider for you. My name is Catherine. And I'm Carmen. Uh, aside from the plaid talk, this is our podcast where we talk about a variety of issues. We talk about politics, we talk about religion, we talk about abusive relationships, and we talk about literally basically everything under the sun. And then we get <laughs> political about things, and then we threaten to guillotine people. And as per usual, even though the topic may not necessarily seem like it's going to be any of those things, we'll get there. We will yeah, get there. We always do. We, we always promise do. you. If you're like <laughs> looking for a tally of like how many times have they mentioned guillotining people? Like it's every episode. Yeah. It's every single one. And we don't do it on purpose. It just happens. It just happens. It's how we it's how we communicate with each other. Can we take a quick minute or two? Sure. To discuss the news of the day, which is that that Meghan Markle Oprah Winfrey interview. Oh, okay. Yes. Hang on. Let's just say for those who clicked on this thinking, I thought it was about Marvel. Well, it will be. It will, <laughs> it be. will be. We will be we'll talking about we'll WandaVision. And we will, trust me, we will talk about it ad nauseum. But girl, I um, I wasn't planning on watching it. I didn't even know it was no, happening. who gives a shit? Who gives a shit? But my mother was watching it. And she was like, hey, do you want to? And I was like, well, okay then. And I started watching with her. And she was like aghast by things. She was like, can you believe what they said that? Um, depending on how dark the baby was, whether or not they're going to give him a title, yes. and I was like, yes, yes, I, I believe, I do believe. <laughs> I was like, why are you these surprised? Are the people who invent these are the people who invented all this nonsense around shade. These are the reasons why we have the problems. Are first of all, when it I is heard the that British piece, royal oh, family, <laughs> when I heard that piece, I laughed because I was like, ah, I see where we get it from now. There it is. There's the I, originator of that story. It was just some rich, nonsense. rich royal white people being like, but they're dark. How are, we <laughs> supposed to, how are we supposed to differentiate? Literally, okay, for those who are out of the loop and don't know, the um, there was an interview between Oprah and Meghan Markle and Prince Harry, and it was so great. It was really good. <laughs> Oprah was like incensed half the time. Oprah was meticulous. Oprah was like, and this happened? But to be clear, did it happen this way or this way? And say it again. It this happened this way. Like she was like, it's like she was gonna write an essay later, and she was like, yeah. I need the facts. Like yeah. Oprah was meticulous with mm. every single question. Oh, Magic. so good. Magic. But the point is, is that I just like I always say I don't know how the royal family is gonna survive this, but like they will, and we just have to deal. But also, it's just very funny to me to see all these white people like shocked and i'm just like you guys invented racism like they've like that's what they were they were the they were the colonizers like you guys, and you're shocked that they're come racist. on now this is like, where it came from the queen has diamonds from, from the queen has diamonds from india like in her <laughs> crown that she's never gonna give back like this is not <laughs> a like i don't what are you talking about but yeah, just for those who don't know, it, it was just like talking about all the racism Meghan Markle um, received from the fa- royal family, from the British press, the fact that they didn't get any sort of support from the family. Yo, mm-hmm. hearing Prince Harry say the word race and talk about I was like, I didn't know you knew that word. Like, it was like <laughs> shocking. And then it was great. And also, 
Meghan Markle is light if light bright, bright two shades two sh- so no, no two shades white like she's <laughs> like like there's like not even a shade she's like a tan white person um <laughs> like in terms of if you just saw her you like i would know but someone else might not and then her baby is a white baby and yeah that is a yeah. red-headed baby and yet they're like i'm sorry one drop rule applies even though technically she's half but you know one drop rule applies <laughs> i hope their next kid who's like supposed to be a daughter i hope it's like she's like super dark like she just inherits her grandmother's genes yeah i hope so so bad boom delicious <sighs> but anyway that was great that was a that, that was a great moment i don't even so give a shit about the royal family but i was like i'm here for the class suicide even if it wasn't your doing so the, I, the idea that prince charles doesn't take his calls anymore because like <laughs> of all of this like i mean prince yeah prince charles doesn't take prince harry's calls or i guess he's he's harry now just just, <laughs> just harry, harry. <laughs> well, what a dream one less person to pay taxes for is oh, really how the british Lordy people should see it. like you should see this as a win yeah i can't believe there haven't been more like i'm harry just just harry jokes like that's <laughs> that should funny. have been a takeaway the guy that abdicated the throne their uncle yeah or their great great uncle, uncle. who abdicated great the great uncle is it great great uncle because it was yes it is yes it is yes it is you're right their great great uncle still got money even though he abdicated the throne and he had got money every month girl and he was a nazi <laughs> <laughs> and they're like that's Apparently fine you can be a nazi and you can be a kitty diddler what you can't be is black in this family <laughs> how dare you be black in this family oh like i i okay we've been going on for too long about this but like <laughs> watching the crown i was like what's that guy's name um tommy lassels oh, i was yeah. like this guy would have been incensed if he would yeah <laughs> uh anyway he's like my favorite character like every he's evil and everyone's like oh he's awful i'm like yo he's the best <laughs> He's yeah. Like, if if it was a fiction, he'd be great. The fact that he's a real man, horrendous. But no Tommy Lassels. <laughs> anyway, WandaVision. <laughs> yes. <laughs> a great way to get into it. Literally, if someone's listening to this for the first time, thinking, no segue. Oh, no, yeah, right. They were like, <laughs> they're they're thinking, oh, I want to wa- listen to a podcast about WandaVision. You know, it just came out. Oh, what's this one? And then they hear like ten minutes of us talking about. <laughs> the fucking royal family this is the podcast listen i'm so sorry to say we will get off topic <laughs> we it just happens we veer you know we come back though eventually yeah, we always come back um so wandavision Catherine, you watched it on friday i guess and i watched it on saturday yes but this is going to be a, a review sort of the whole series the so whole spoiler series. warning if you haven't seen it we all get into everything about it mm-hmm. but yeah, I've been watching it. I didn't watch the first few episodes at all, and then I decided to binge them all one day. And then the last like four episodes, five episodes, I watched Friday. I uh, have been watching it since it first came out. Or no, I didn't. I missed the first week, and then I watched like two of the episodes together, and then I watched it. And I was like, oh, this show. This show could have lost me, to be honest. Like, I feel like the first episode, I was like, what the fuck. Like, I just was watching it, and I was like, so how high is everyone on this show? How high were the writers? How high is everyone? But then it just got better and better and better, and then it ended, and I was like, well, now I'm sad. Oh, see, for me, I really loved all of the genre. Like, I was in love with the first, like, few episodes and their, like, specific genre, like, 
perfect parodies of shows. I loved that. And I, I mean, I liked all the episodes, but like the first like six are all like a show, right? Right. And I fucking loved it. I loved it so much. And I loved like, like the second I see the intro of the first episode where it's like a 1950s Dick Van Dyke sitcom and it's like her doing bewitched magic, like pointing at something and it changes. Right. I was like, I'm, I'm, in, I'm here. I'm here for this. <laughs> I mean, I was here for uh, Kitty Foreman being in the very first episode. Oh, so good. I love her. She is perfect, like pitch perfect for that kind of role. And yeah. I saw her and I was like, this is, this is good. And I mean, she wasn't in that many other episodes, but like, she was put in the episode that like most needed her the 1950s episode i was like yes this woman is from 70 years ago this is where she belongs <laughs> i know she was really good so if anything we should call this episode carmen apologizes to marvel because as Catherine knows and if you listen to our marvel episodes uh i do complain time and time again that uh they did not do scarlet witch justice because <laughs> I, they made her seem like a weak piece of shit. I mean, like Carmen and I are on record as trashing <laughs> Wanda and Vision, trashing Wanda, trashing Vision separately and together. <laughs> We're like, fuck this character. What is this? Tab- Why is this happening? This woman, her to- like, it's literally this woman and her toaster. Like, and we were like, not <laughs> here for it. When in like um, Infinity War, yeah. when she's not doing any fighting because she's just like hanging out with Vision, getting like a like a like microdermabrasion or whatever yeah um and and like like she has all this power and the part where um the character okoye is like what was she doing upstairs all this time like yeah we were like why is she not fighting what is she doing like she met this guy a year ago he's literally one year old why are we invested in this woman and her easy bake oven and we weren't (laughs) we like fully disliked it and then this show happened and i was like okay yeah, I was like, when I was watching the show, I was like, oh, it was intentional. And maybe it wasn't. Oh, it wasn't. They didn't it, know that. They, they didn't know they were writing a bad romance. No, no. But I mean, like, intentional as in, like, uh, making her powers very, like, subdued in the movies. Oh, I don't I know. They were. I feel like they were to a certain extent. Maybe not at the beginning. But I feel like even in Infinity War, I feel like they already had that storyline ready to go. I know. I would say I, I don't. My main thing is they do plan like marvel does plan but i wouldn't say necessarily that it felt like they did that on purpose i think they were like oh we're like reinventing her powers or something or it was that sort of like comic book movie thing where a character's powers are not half as cool as they are in the comic books like think about storm in any of the x-men movies Mm -hmm. you're like okay sure whatever (laughs) but like storm has so many other powers and so much like that's a much better powers in the comic books and in like right. the cartoons even. So I thought it was just one of those things where it's like that's what happened. They just I was like really I think down. I was just hoping that they it was intentional to make her that weak at the beginning. Because I was like, that bitch is an omega and you're sitting here telling me she couldn't destroy Thanos on her own. Are you dumb? Are you yeah. stupid? In this show they explicitly go like, no, she could have done it on her own if she wanted. She was about to and you're like, okay, but like they don't really communicate that that well in the movie. <laughs> in the movie not at all anyway it's fine and then vision is also much more interesting especially since spoiler he's not actually vision he's her (laughs) she's he's basically her memory of vision it's so sad but it's also really cool and he's much more interesting than regular vision yeah well that's because she's much more interesting than regular vision i guess so 
I mean, we did get an access. To, we did get like some some semblance of uh, what uh, normal vision is like with the fucking white white vision. That's actually very funny. The idea that normal <laughs> vision is white vision, and he's so boring, and he's like, I have a mission to do, and then yeah. like. <laughs> Fun vision is just Wanda's idea of what vision was, and that he actually yeah. sucks. That's actually that's actually pretty funny. Um, and uh, I have a question about that. Maybe you caught it. Maybe I didn't. Is White Vision just hanging out somewhere? He's just alive. He left. He just straight left. Like Wanda and Vision. I mean, sorry, Vision and Vision are having like a conversation in a library, which is right. Like, and a, then he just fucked such off. a fucking Vision thing to do. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna fight you. Let's talk in the library. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he like White Vision is like, I'm Vision, and then flies away. And you're like, <sighs> huh? <laughs> right. That was my question. I did have a lot of. Yeah, I feel like I had a lot, I think a lot of people had like a lot of problems with the final episode and the way that everything resolved because you're like, okay. I think it was it just did, like, really, did it? I mean, it did, but it didn't. I think everyone was kind of like, that was good, but like, eh. Yeah. Because <laughs> they left so many things like, okay, the reason why I started watching WandaVision was because I saw the spoiler of Evan Peters as mm. Quicksilver and I was like, yeah. I have to watch it now. And it was very, very <laughs> exciting. And so you're like, oh, shit, they're going to bring in, like, X-Men. It's going to be so cool. And then they do not do that. He turns no. out to be Ralph Boner. <laughs> <laughs> I do you know how disappointed I was? I literally, so my friend came to watch it at my house, and I was like, I was like, so it's not real Pietro? Where's Pietro? And he's like, I think he's still dead. And I was like, so what the fuck? What's the point of that? And he's like, maybe it's, like, an Easter egg? And I was like, Why? Why? Okay. Why get our hopes up like that? Right? They could do like this like thing. Maybe they could just like pretend like, oh, we were just joking when we said he was Ralph Poner. He's actually Peter Quicksilver from the X-Men movies and blah, 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 or some shit. But like, it's probably not. And it's a little irritating that they did that because like, come on, Marvel, you knew. Yeah. And even if they were setting it up to like surprise us in like another season or in another something, that's still irritating that everyone is disappointed now. Yeah. Yeah, that's very upsetting. I know that I <laughs> saw one of your posts that made me laugh, but um, so you're not okay with Wanda's uh, grief, uh, processing of grief. I was not. I was not okay with Okay, <laughs> let's get into the grief talk. Um, Carmen is a licensed um, grief talk person, so like, <laughs> go pay her for these sorts of things. But like, I was not okay with it because this is torturing a whole town. <laughs> like like she's torturing yeah. a whole town of people who are literally saying shit like let us die rather than keep us here and at the end there's this okay let's start from the beginning so there's a character <laughs> named monica who is the daughter of the character played by lashana lynch in the captain marvel movies mm-hmm. and i'm sorry killing lashana lynch off screen is unbelievable. how dare you how, how dare, dare you one two how dare you <laughs> <laughs> So then Monica is like, becomes a, a, a superhero throughout the course of the series. Mm-hmm. And she has this like mission to like contact and talk to Wanda just because she understands that Wanda is going through grief mm-hmm. the way she's going through grief because her mother just died. Right. But I'm like, you don't know this white woman. It was like, I was having <laughs> all these feelings where I was like, why are you so desperate to help her? Like, you do not know this white woman. What is happening? And then... Like, she's torturing a whole town. The whole town is like, like, kill us or let us go or something. Right. And then at the very end, the character of Monica says to Wanda, and this is the line that made me like, 
truly get mad. <laughs> She's like, they'll never understand what you gave up. Or, sorry. You'll, what you never, sacrifice for them. Yeah, sorry. They'll never, yeah, they'll never understand what you sacrifice for them. Meaning that because Wanda had to close her, like, fake Sims world <laughs> and her Sims husband and her Sims children died. Like, she had to let go of them to let these people out of this torture. And she's like, you'll they'll never understand what you sacrificed for them. I was like, bitch, what they the fuck? They were dying. <laughs> they were, it was a whole town of people being tortured and who are probably going to have to go through their own process of, like, trauma and grief based off of her, <laughs> her doing this. And she's like, they'll never understand that you sacrificed so much. I'm like, she's the one who did. No, no. <laughs> it made me really upset. <laughs> what about you? How did you feel about that part? Um... So a few things. Um, I was uh, a little bit creeped out by her being able to get them to do things. You know what she who she reminded me of? Um, what's his name? The villain in uh, Jessica Jones. Oh my God! Yes, the um, purple suited guy. Yes. 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 So she reminded me of him, in in like the power part because like you don't really know the first few episodes if it's her. Yeah. Like you do and you don't, you know, like there's always like a bit of doubt. But once you find out that it, it has been her this whole time, you're like, what the hell? Like it was very disturbing. But also I did not expect it to be like, I for some reason didn't think it was going to be like a whole series on grief. I just thought that she was like sad and hanging out somewhere. And somebody like used that as like her vulnerability to like create a world around her where she's like, I don't need to leave anyway. Like that's what I thought it was going to be. I thought she was like trapped in something. Mm-hmm. by accident uh turns out she was it turns out she made that shit for herself and uh then it was like that whole thing about how people on the outskirts were like dying because they couldn't do anything or go anywhere they were just like standing there like mannequins oh that was so sad the, the people who are like further away from the center yeah. of the po- of her power were just like just doing yeah. repeating motions because like like animatronics because they didn't have any sort of like they were too far away from her power to like be animated people and they exactly. were aware the whole time and like crying while standing there like fucking hold like putting up laundry and shit it was it very was sad. So bad. but i did like like the second last episode was like i guess a good grief degrieving kind of like grief processing episode because i thought it was really interesting because i mean the whole point is that she doesn't want to know the truth yeah and then agatha's like no no you must (laughs) and so she walks her through all of her trauma and agatha's like that's so sad (laughs) just like sorry girl that's uh rough it's a rough time you got going there so i thought that was good i actually a lot of people that i know who do like grief stuff were all just like that was a beautiful episode i don't know how they feel about that last one but they everybody seemed to have a resounding feeling of like that was amazing for the second last episode that's very Um, true (laughs) the last episode i was confused you know, it was less about grief because it's just like, yeah, when somebody dies, you want them to be there. And I think really, if you if you really, I feel like deep, like dig really deep. If you are like in the like pit of like grieving and you had superpowers to make them come back, even if it like meant harming other people, I feel like a lot of people would end up doing it if they were like, when if they were really not doing well which I find is a little bit more understandable. So I don't get as angry, but I'm also just like, 
a bit confused because I'm like, so you created this whole world, but then after you were like, everything's fine. I yeah, don't. I was like, a- arrest her, like arrest her. Like, <laughs> like, I mean, who can? Yeah. Nobody can. But <laughs> the thing is, the reason why it made me so mad is I think like, I mean, it's good because they added complexity to the show, but like seeing the people be so devastated and her inflicting so much pain on other people, yeah. I was like, no, fuck this. Like, we can't, you can't have it be that painful for other people and still be like, oh, under we understand. We, you're still <laughs> a good person, Wanda. We sympathize. Like, no, fuck you. What are you talking about? <laughs> I know. I think, I think it was, it would, it was easier when she didn't realize. Yeah, when she didn't realize it was easier. And then also, even maybe in, in the second last episode, where like you know that thing that people are being controlled by her. But you don't see like their reaction so much. You see it like mm-hmm. with like one person. Yeah. And that was a that by the way, that one guy who played the guy at the office who goes from being like, make her stop to being like Oh yeah, yeah. He's character. Great. I was like, that was like a, a brilliant turn on a dime. <laughs> that was amazing. But like you just have that one. And so you don't really it's not as it's not as uh, apparent. And then just to have people be like, kill me. And then for someone else to be like Man, you sacrificed so much for these people that you <laughs> yeah, that are tor- that movie. you were torturing. <laughs> um, because even pressing. like they were pissed at her, and I was like, yeah, as I would be if I was stuck without being able to pee or poop for however many weeks you let this and shit go on. Also, they even say that like they felt her grief and her nightmares and all her like feelings. They had to feel her feelings too. So, you don't like, need to inflict your grief on other people. It was it was pretty rough. That's so. a that's a lesson. Don't inflict your grief. <laughs> On other people. Yeah, really. Truly do not. (laughs) That was rough. No. Okay. So for the one thing I was also thinking, we never know where the fandom is going to go. We never know who's going to be the shining star. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Jimmy Woo, the FBI agent from Ant-Man, like now all of a sudden has like a huge like fandom out of nowhere. I was like, I mean, I, I enjoy him. He's a very funny man. Randall Park. Wonderful. I thought it was great. Banana's great, amazing. <laughs> it's just funny because he's like in the show, but not really. And he's just like, all these people were like, I love him so much. And you're like, cool, cool. I mean, cool. You can, yeah, he was good. But like the actual shining star of this show was Catherine Hahn playing Agnes or Agatha Harkness. Ugh. That shit was, I was like in love the whole time. And like her acting when you think that she's just <laughs> like the best friend character. Like, yeah. Like a masterclass on acting as the best friend character through generations yes. of TV. I was like, this is perfect. Her acting is per- like, so give good. her an award. Like, she's perfect. And then when you find out that she's actually like an evil witch, I was like, love you even more. Girl, love you even more. I loved her. I felt like it was like the villain that I liked of Marvel villains. I think she's like in my top five now. I love her so much. She no, was she's amazing. She's so good. And she did play Dr. Ock. Oh my god, yeah, she was Doc Ock. Oh, she's perfect at that. She, in oh. both movies, you're like, oh, you're not evil. Oh, no, no, hang on. You are. <laughs> you, are. you are. Wait, you're not? Wait, no. You are. <laughs> Wonderful. But we love you anyway. Her that song? Apparently the song, yeah, the song was written by like some like Broadway people. Or oh, was shit. it really? It, yeah. Apparently it was like charting on iTunes and like people have, I've seen like on online people make a lot of like different covers of it. And yeah. Everyone's obsessed with it and I fully get it. It's um, so good. It was such a good song. But yeah, like I feel like in terms of Marvel villains, there's like the Vulture, Loki, the guy from Jessica Jones, <laughs> whatever his name is, Doctor Who. And then um, her are like my four favorite villains. 
You like the vulture? You like Michael Keaton? His performance is excellent. Yes, he's horrifying. I don't, I don't mean he's that he's horrifying. Like, he's, he's okay, horrifying. so that's true. The other characters <laughs> on that list are characters who are like lovable villains, sort of. Well, actually, no, never mind. The the purple suited guy is not lovable. So two I'm of them horrifying. are lovable villains, so Loki <laughs> and Agnes or Agatha, and then two of them are like horrifying villains, so like Doctor Who, <laughs> whatever that character's name is. And um and the vulture but the vulture is like so good the, the vulture's um discussions about like class and shit uh, chef's kiss beautiful i do i do actually love him i just think it's funny because I, I michael keaton i feel like is like on a level where when i'm watching it i'm like damn michael keaton mm-hmm. as opposed to like whatever the character is because i'm just too busy being like michael keaton is incredible michael- yeah <laughs> the part i I, always, I think about that part where he's there at the scene in the car in Ugh. spider-man homecoming and, and then he realizes, realizes and he's like oh good old spider-man and like the light turns from like red to green on his face as he like yeah. re- it's so good oh, anyway so <laughs> I love that movie. we're veering uh <laughs> no so i am excited uh to figure out what the hell's going on because i had many questions for example where did vision go uh my other question was bounced. he bounced um i was like is Scarlet Witch hanging out in the Rocky Mountains in Canada? Can we go visit? What's happening there? Why Where was she? There? Like she's like in the mountains, and I I did enjoy the like visual of her reading the like evil book. Yeah, that was nice. And then and I'm like, girl, I wish I could study like that. Just be like, isn't that Doctor it? Strange's book? Isn't that the theory that it's one I of his books? I think it's the theory is that like um in doctors i've i saw something where someone was like some fucking nerd i say that as we're doing a podcast about one division <laughs> but like some fucking nerd like um re- was like oh there's some books that you can see on the list on the sort of like rack of books in doctor strange in the movie right. where they're the forbidden knowledge books and like right. some of them are missing and they're like oh is that one of them i don't know but it's supposed to be it's like a, a magic evil book and so i mean it was that. great i that looked great but i was like where the hell is Wanda, you know, where is she hanging out? What is she doing? Is she waiting to hang out with Wolverine? Does she want to hang out with, uh, what's it called? The Alpha, the Alpha I, Squad or the I Alpha whatever? Holy was like, is Wolverine going to show up? Like, what yeah, is she? Like, because I was like, is she in Canada? Is she <laughs> looking for Wolverine? There's something about that visual of her in the mountains that reminded me so like powerfully of the Wolverine movie and the one <laughs> good part of X-Men Origins Wolverine where he's like, where the like striker or Riker, whatever his name is, striker. It's like, uh, your country needs you. And he says, I'm Canadian, Canadian. and drives away. <laughs> this is a Canadian podcast, by the way. Anyway, uh, that's why like, we love it. I mean, he's also, the, he's also the only, barring if you would count Deadpool, but some people don't. He is the only good mutant we have. Because in, unless you count Wolverine, our mutants are um, fucking, what's it called? Puck? The little... <laughs> The tiny man rolls up into a ball. North Star, who's like the the one who's like the fastest person on the planet, and he's also like gay and had like the first yeah 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 yeah. Marvel or some shit. Yeah, but he looks corny as shit. Oh, he looks. And then his sister is fucking French Canadian. Yeah, like how about no? Um, (laughs) his fucking sister uh her superpowers is she can turn into arctic animals i'm like you know they shoot those right like they shoot those up north there's no need for that that's not a superpower Uh, she's gonna get hunted she's gonna get hunted down by the hudson bay company like and then there's also shaman who um we didn't need i didn't need that in my life i didn't need a, a character named shaman who can control plants and who dressed exactly how you would think somebody from canada named shaman would look 
Isn't oh, and Sasquatch. Isn't Sasquatch mutant, is my favorite. Isn't there a mutant called a, called Apache Chief who's like Mexican or something? I don't want to. You don't need to tell me these. I didn't need to know that. I don't need to know. I might have known. I might have forgotten. Who knows? <sighs> but this is why you know. I always so liked good. Scarlet Witch. I feel like when I first when they first showed her and her and Pietro in the after credit scene. Oh, that was exciting. I remember that was exciting. That was so great because I was like, oh, they're both supposed to be super powerful. They're supposed to be Magneto's kids. But then I remember there was that whole conversation about how like they didn't own the X-Men, so they couldn't do them as Magneto's kids. But now they do. Like, <sighs> Here's hoping. Here's hoping. The fact that they didn't have some sort of moment where you find out that like Wanda and um, her brother are like were from an alternate dimension and they fell through a portal. Their parents, their Sokovian parents like picked them up or something i was like girl what is where's magneto it like because the thing is here's what's very funny paul bettany said that there's a cameo in the last episode that's like groundbreaking (laughs) and then it turns out the cameo was himself yeah (laughs) i love paul bettany can i just say that him as a person whenever you see him in interviews what a gem very funny i've loved him since a night's tale he's great but it's so funny that that's the case because everyone was like, "Oh my god, is is like Eve McKellen gonna show up? Oh, is 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 is, is Benedict Cumberbatch gonna show up? Like, what's gonna happen?" And then literally, it's just him. It's him. He's like, "Oh, there's an amazing actor. I've always wanted to work with him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have a very interesting scene with this actor. It's very good." And it's like you, Paul, talk about yourself. All right. I mean, I feel like that is something he would do. Uh, well. Uh, I would do that. Can you imagine if I had, a, if I was in a Marvel movie, I would say the fucking craziest shit just to be like, just like everything within the bounds of my like NDA that I can say, I would say, I'd be like, oh, and then there's this woman who shows up beautiful. Like it's just, they're like, oh, who's going to show up? And then it's just like an ultimate universe version of me. Like that would, that's, I would do that too. So like, so good. I'm also wondering like, did she need to put on that dress? Not to say that she looked great in it, but like, you know, when she went from joggers to, to the Scarlet Witch outfit? The fact outfit? that she's in sweatpants for most of that episode is insane. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's what I call trying to save the planet. I, I very much enjoyed her outfit. I felt like it could have been redder. Like they did that yeah, thing yeah, yeah. where they go for like the very muted, like dark, dark red. And I was like, no, give me color. I want color. <laughs> I want it to be three shades lighter than that. Like I want it to be. Like maybe not an ox blood, but like a better color. Yeah, like a better color. Just like a, just a brighter, poppier red, you know, like I not know. the color of her Halloween costume, but just like a couple shades darker than that. I would have been much happier with that because I don't like that like muted, dark red bullshit. I was like, this looks like. Like the outfit itself was beautiful, but the mm-hmm. color looked like a 2001 X Men movie. Like it was just like, okay. <laughs> well, maybe that's what they were going for, Gavin. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> maybe they were like, mm, I love those X Men movies where everyone's wearing black leather. I mean, yeah. we're getting more of it now with a Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah. Because all they wear is leather for the most they part. They do wear a lot of leather, but like at least you'll see Falcon in some sort of captain america e wearing a flag bullshit kind of outfit i'm oh, sure yeah. Can to I be say, honest, by the way? oh go ahead i would prefer him in the muted colors in an america e <laughs> outfit <laughs> this is an fyi it is very funny i was gonna say the funny thing is like people when you saw the tra- like before the trailer came out people were like "Ooh, sam and bucky are gonna be together the whole time and then you see the trailer and it's like they're like work flirting the whole time 
and there's even like, it's a, like shot. a buddy cop movie it's like a buddy cop movie but i'm like there's like some shots where i'm like you guys are looking in each other's eyes a little bit intensely well they lost the love of their life so what are they supposed to do when you lose the love of your life Truly. you come together like there's no longer someone to fight for the idea you don't have someone to fight for <laughs> the idea that they're both they both think that the other is like captain america's ex-boyfriend is a very funny idea to me they should i know it's that hilarious. they would here's the thing here's the thing about disney being so homophobic like it's that the hilarious like things and hijinks they could have if they were just a little bit less homophobic are great they would be it would be great it would be very very funny because i've said it before i'll say it again in the captain america movies bucky is presented in the role of a past love and <laughs> sam is presented in the role as the new girlfriend like it's to the letter 100 percent. he's like 100 percent. like literally if either one of those characters and if steve was still a man like a a, a male man a male man <laughs> yeah, a man <laughs> and they were both women there would be no question. You don't have to change a word of dialogue. You don't no. have to change a single thing. It's absurd. It's not even, even the like, acting is the same. Like they would still even. do the stolen glances they're doing now anyway. <sighs> when he wakes up in the, when when Captain America uh, wakes up in the hospital and like Sam is right beside him, like I'm like this is I've seen this in romantic movies. <laughs> I this is this is like filmic language. You're telling me something and then you say no no no. We're Disney, we're homophobic. We don't do that. <laughs> but I feel like even but I I just feel yeah, even if they added a couple of jokes about how they're together or just like boyfriend jokes, but like ha 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 we're boyfriends. They, would, they probably will. I would be okay with that. I would be a little bit more okay with that than just vehemently denying that they are they could, oh my god they could come out as super straight have you heard of that by the way what there's a thing where these like fucking dumb piece of shit homophobic transphobic assholes are, are saying that their new sexual orientation is super straight which means that they're so straight that they can't that they're not attracted to trans people so they're like so it's most it's, it's men it's, it's i've never seen a woman say this but it's no. just men saying that like oh i'm only attracted to biological women and um, blah 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 and so i'm a I, i'm a super straight you can't be um against me for my orientation and they made a flag and it's orange and black and i swear you carmen it's the same color of the orange flag? no it's the fucking grinder logo it's what it looks like it's, like, it's <laughs> orange and black but it's the shade of grinder orange i was like you guys come on now I bet they didn't anyway, know that. They're going to come out as super straight. <laughs> and that's the flag they'll be waving instead of the American flag. It'll be the oh, super straight flag. I think that's how I would be. And to be honest, I'm not expecting big things from the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Why? Yeah. Because I don't, I don't need to. I am watching for the looks. I am just watching because I think Sebastian Stan is one of the best looking men in Hollywood. So that's why I'm watching. I do yeah. not. Storyline where? What's going to happen? But I feel like even with WandaVision, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, this looks fucking weird. And I didn't really care for it, which is why I missed the first two episodes and then watched them after. But now I'm like, I mean, you set the bar pretty high. So if you set it pretty high and you make just a buddy comedy show or buddy cop show with like not much else, we're going to be disappointed. Yeah, I'm sure there's, I mean, it's it's Marvel. They like, they vet their things. Even the movies that aren't as good are like good. So I'm sure they'll Thor figure it out. Thor 2, Catherine. Huh? Thor 2. 
That's actually one of the only bad ones. And honestly, even then, you there's things to like in Thor 2. It's pretty bad, but there are things where you're like, eh, that's okay. Chris like, O'Dowd, isn't it? Is he not? Is he? For like a hot second? Oh, yes, he is for a hot second. The um, fucking Dark Elf, whatever his name is, the most forgettable Marvel villain of all time. I mean, it's, wow. it's Doctor. It's my favorite Doctor Who, so. Is it? Who is it? It's Christopher Eccleston, or whatever. <laughs> I okay I feel like I knew that that feels familiar <laughs> but like the fact that that's how forgettable he is he is my favorite doctor as well and I didn't even know it was him wait how have we not done an episode on doctor who honestly Carmen every time we fucking do things and we say <laughs> shit like this I am astounded at uh, how we talk about so much shit all the time how have we not done an episode on fucking doctor who this was like when we didn't hadn't done an episode on the lord of the goddamn rings and it's like we almost shot our pants. I Carmen has a, like a fucking one ring tattoo on her body. Like it's not. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna do. Don't joke about these things. I guess the next one will be a Doctor Who. <laughs> Doctor Who episode. We're gonna be talking about our favorite companion, Donna. Uh, yeah, and how much I don't like what's her name. I mean, listen. I feel like your Martha <laughs> hatred is racist, uh, and I don't accept it. Anyway, we're again very far off topic. One division. <laughs> So, okay, I love the aesthetic. There's not a second season coming out. I don't think so. I think it's No, like they a, said it's not. A complete story. Um, mm-hmm. I love the aesthetics. I love the, um, I love Catherine Hahn. I think she's incredible. Oh, oh my God, I forgot to mention her kids. They were great actors. They were great. The little kids that they had as like a three-year-old version yeah. turning into like a 10-year-old version looked the exact same. They were like the best casting in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. But that also, funnily enough, both her kids are queer. Her son, Billy, is gay, and her son, Tommy, is bi in the comics, and they both have boyfriends currently. What? Yeah, because in the comics, they get, like, remade, and they're, like, there's something that happens where she has these kids, and they, she loses them. Right. And then... Also like, them. Basically, and then she, like, remakes them again, and they're, like, new people as, like, teenagers and blah, 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 and her son, Billy, has her powers, and her son, Tommy, has the super speed powers, and Billy and his boyfriend are like a, a couple for like years, and then like the character of Tommy has like just got a boyfriend like last year or whatever. And uh-huh. I was like, you know, very funny that like they introduced two technically queer characters and then they're gone. Yeah. I mean, they're, it's Disney. Just saying. Can you, cause they would, don't want people to. Wouldn't implode. it be funny if they didn't show them again? <laughs> I mean, I know obviously in the final credits scene, you hear them being like, oh, mom, like save us or whatever. So they're going right. to show up again. But, like, turns out they're straight in this universe. Oh, no. I don't want that. Just okay, but if they are going to bring them back, is she going to bring back Vision? Is she going to have two Visions? I think maybe she'll, like, just give White Vision a paint job and they'll fall in love again. I hope so, because I I, 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 I don't need a romance. If, if, if we could barely stand uh, a toaster oven and Wanda, we will barely be able to stand two toaster ovens and Wanda. Oh, White Vision's not even a toaster oven. White Vision's like a car battery. Like, he's, like, uh, like not even, like, no thank you. Um, <laughs> but now he has memories, so the hope. But the thing is, if he has memories and he's like, oh, I'm Vision, does that mean, does he remember loving Wanda? Or is it like, he remembers it, but he doesn't feel anything anymore? These are the questions I have, because I don't really know what the hell is going to happen. I also, I, I'm still, I'm going to say it. The most annoying thing is the Pietro thing. Yeah, it is. It's genuinely irritating. Number one, I love Evan Peters, um, like, Quicksilver. 
in the X-Men movies. He's like one of the highlights of those movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like they like the fact that he wasn't some multiverse something is so disappointing. Because even so if bad. they had just said like like a throwaway that like like when when um Agatha says that she couldn't do necromancy to get um her brother, so she just used whoever. Yeah. If she had just said, I just took him from somewhere else, everyone would have been satisfied, happy. They would have been like, okay, we'll pick this up later. Yeah. <sighs> so but no, but he's Boner. Like, he's Ralph Boner. And it's like, I guess, even if they, they retcon <laughs> it and go like, oh, we tricked you, I'm still pissed. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, that's like fucking like, like James McAvoy showing up and you're like, wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're in a not wheelchair? What's happening? <laughs> in a wheelchair with a bald head, and you're like, 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 like Ian McKellen shows up in like a blazer and some slacks, and he's not Magneto. You'd like lose your mind. I mean, that that's what yeah. they should have done. They should have had at the end <laughs> his dad show up, like Ralph Boner's dad, and it's just like Mr. Boner, and it's Ian McKellen, but he's just oh, I was on the other side of town all this time, and he turns out to just be like lewis boner and that's it <laughs> if they had done that if they had no done all that, of us would have all we all would have collectively imploded if they had done that and they had not just fucking quicksilver but like magneto show up and they're both the boners then i would have accepted it but just one is not acceptable they should have no. done that they should have i mean ian mckellen's free what's he doing right now like he he's in a play i'm sure it's, it's <laughs> like what plays <laughs> true <laughs> sorry he's not in the play he's not in the play have mr boner show up and say yeah. son and they hug and i say you know what marvel good joke then i'll be happy yeah have, a- yeah yeah i know well i know so my favorite character obviously for me i mean i liked agatha agatha was like number one me too and then monica yes me too scarlet and then jimmy I mean, I would say that, like, I I don't care for Wanda. <laughs> I genuinely <laughs> don't. I just find, or at least I cared for, I liked Wanda in this show up until um, the last couple episodes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> for reasons that are should be obvious. But also, I didn't like, yeah, I just, I've never cared that much for her rendition of, of Wanda. Really? Because really? I just find her kind of boring. And I'm just like, listen, Olsen twin, like, this is... Like, it's it's just, I just, because one her character wasn't well-written, right? Yeah, that's it's not like on in, her. Yeah. In the other movies, her character's not well-written, so I'm just, like, not here for it. And then she's in love with, like, you know, like a like a Sims character, and you're like, okay. And then, <laughs> and then in this show, you're like, oh, I like her. Oh, I like her. Oh, I like her. And the last two episodes, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> and I like, so many people, like, cried, and they were so devastated by the end, and, like, them saying goodbye and i'm like she's closing the sims she's literally placing <laughs> x on the sims these cake people aren't real i was just mad i was mad i was like not nah, i was just not here for it anymore <laughs> i did i did like i did love um yeah uh, agatha number one jimmy monica monica monica's great and actually i did like i liked despite shitting on him this whole time i liked vision in this yeah yeah like, no vision was good in this i liked vision in this and actually i liked vision in this till the end instead of like with wanda when i got mad at her at a certain right. point but with vision i liked him all the way to the end and i really i really love the scene when they argue mm. 
that's a really great scene. It's a little scary because I was like, what would that fight even look like? Right. But I love the part when he's like, you can't control me. And she's like, can't I? And the credits roll. That made me laugh so hard. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was great. Imagine you're having a fight with someone. You're like, we're done. And then like the fucking credits roll (laughs) over your conversation. And this show opened it up for us to figure out what's going to happen with Monica because she's going to go meet, um, um, (laughs) I almost called him Shaft. Uh, Shaft, Yes, Shaft in the sky. (laughs) Sky Shaft. She's, uh, yeah, she's going to go meet Sky Shaft uh, up with the, uh, what's it called? The, 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 the scrolls? Scrolls, yeah. Yeah, no, that's good. The idea of her going to talk to like Sky Shaft is nice and i do like you know black people in space i'm here for it but i just also i was just you like, imagine those two together Catherine. i'm oh, sorry so good. and here's the thing this beautiful. is why i feel deprived because the idea like they could have aged her up i don't care the idea of like lashana lynch and and um nick fury hanging out oh. they better give us some sort of flashbacks he's like oh i know your mother and then they're just like hanging out I because need if to. he's I need the director to. of shield and she's the director of sword like fucking like black power this is the best the best thing ever and then both their organizations get taken over by shitty white guys <laughs> that's so true oh, what a dream they missed out i mean yeah. i love the actress who plays you know monica rambo i do i do i think Beautiful. she's great. great but i was hoping for a little bit more of the of the lesbian romance between, you know, Brie Larson, Captain Marvel, and her best friend. Literally, I could talk all day about how those two <laughs> characters were set up like a... Again, Marvel, stop being so homophobic. How do you have a character come back to a woman and her child who she remembers her life with and tell me that Explosive. those... What other family? They ain't got no other family. So she's, she is the woman who gets her, like, belongings after she dies. And we're supposed to be, if, uh, for the love of God, in that movie, there's a part <laughs> where you see, like, the scroll who's, like, the, the guy, the man scroll, yeah. and he goes to a fucking ship, and he reunites with a woman and her child, and you're like, oh, it's a family. And then, I'm sorry, what's, what about the <laughs> two women on the Earth planet? No? No. And I'm sorry, you're telling me that fucking Carol Danvers is straight? Anyway. <laughs> yeah, there's Maybe, no way. Anyway. Maybe the moral of the story should be don't be so homophobic, Marvel. <laughs> Marvel is so wildly homophobic. Like, uh, and Disney but it, in general. But it's not Marvel that's homophobic. It's Disney Marvel. It's China. Because they sell, the reason why they don't have any um, gay characters and things is because of the certain like rules about what you're allowed to have in movies that are shown in China. And China's huge market. So they don't put gay characters in movies because they don't want to be banned in China. Like Deadpool is banned mm-hmm. in China, right? And it was dead, it was banned in China because yeah, and it was banned in China because of just like its foul language and its general immorality, whatever. So they were able to put an actual gay character in it. So in the second movie, you have like Negasonic teenage warhead and her girlfriend, right? Sorry, every time I think of her, it so just funny. brings me such joy. Anyway, but go yeah, ahead. so you have those two characters, and they have them because it's like, well, it's not like it's it doesn't matter financially anyway. So you know. I mean, and Deadpool made so much million dollars, but it's just because they don't want to lose money in countries where they're not allowed to have gay characters, so they don't put them in there. And like, literally, the only gay character in a mainstream Marvel movie is that fucking side character in Captain America's therapy session, who's actually the the director of the movie. And I was like, "Fuck this!" (laughs) I was so mad. (laughs) 
in Captain America's therapy session at the end of, I'm sorry, at the beginning of Endgame, there's a man talking about how he's going to go on a date with a guy again. Oh. That's it. That's all you get. Well, at least now we know. Um, what other series are coming out? So the next series coming out for Marvel is Winter Soldier, obvs. Yeah. So that's the one coming out in like a week or two. Um, and then after that, it's, do we know? Is there anything else coming out? Honestly, we should know, but I have no idea. I know like Disney Plus has a bunch of shit coming out one after another after another. Because for my birthday, Disney has not forgotten me. It has not forsaken me this year, mm-hmm. Catherine. So although I cannot go to the movies for a second year in a row to watch a Marvel movie, Disney Plus has decided to create a new Star Wars cartoon for me to watch. Oh, I hope it's I hope it's better. Oh, I think it's Loki's coming up. I hope it's better than um I don't care for Loki. I mean I like Loki. But I don't know what what antics is he gonna be on? Looks like he's in some sort of like time bureau. I don't know. Then there's going to be the Hawkeye show, which who gives a shit? Hawkeye is the worst character of all time. And there's also you know, I gonna... love me some Jeremy Renner, so I'm just going to let that one slide. I'm sorry, you like Jeremy... Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> he has bad eyes. No, he Carmen, has, he has, he has decrepit eyes. eyes. He has decrepit <laughs> eyes. He has the eyes of a dead man. He has the <laughs> eyes of a sunken-in zombie. He looks like he's 50,000 years old and he's felt every second. What I do is- like his Boston accent in the town. I'm sorry, Carmen, this is, we've never discussed this before. You like Jeremy Renner? I think he's a good actor. He's awful looking, one. And then two, he's not a good actor. And three, he's an asshole in real life. Have you heard of the Jeremy Renner app? I mean, yeah, but I thought that was funny. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, but it was Fucking sincere. Stupid. It was sincere on his part. It was an app that was literally just him. And it was like if it was Instagram, but it's just Jeremy Renner. And all you hilarious. Do Sorry, is, you can is, say that without laughing once. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm not saying it's not funny. I'm saying it's psychotic, though. I, Jeremy yeah, for Carmen, sure. this is controversial. I, to me, to me, yeah, it is. It's a, that's a hot take. It's a hot take that I think he's gross. I know it's fine. It's fine. You know, he's got he's got sad eyes, but also like I think I like Hawkeye because it's like the idea that like maybe you could you could as a normal person get to the point of being good at shooting arrows. Yeah, if I'm gonna like a like a controversial figure in the Marvel universe who is just a regular person, I'd rather go for Black Widow than Jeremy Renner Hawkeye. Blech. I guess so. Oh, Miss Marvel as well. They're gonna do Miss Marvel with um, like the like the brown Miss Marvel. Yes, that one, and then also Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. A girl, I didn't even know about this. I did not know that either. What the hell is that? Who knows? She-Hulk with Tatiana Maslany. Um, I, don't, I don't, I don't, okay. She-Hulk, I get it. It's fine. I, I mean, I like the idea that She-Hulk is entirely in control of her powers the yeah, whole time. Yeah, I mean, that's really good. It's funny. Uh, I do, I mean, I'm really excited for um, Thor, Lady Thor. Oh, Thor, Love and Thunder? I'm excited yeah. for that as well. I wonder, like, if this pandemic goes on... <laughs> <laughs> forever like we're just gonna always be watching marvel movies at home i don't want to do you know what i do when i'm depressed i think i brought this up in this in this podcast i just watch reaction videos of endgame like the audience reaction yes yeah. or like people like oh i haven't seen it before no no audience reactions in movie oh. theaters of, of like everybody coming through the portal all of a sudden and like how everybody <laughs> and everyone's like what? 
and how everybody loses their mind or um the the best one which like i didn't react that way in the theater when we saw it i don't know if you remember but when captain america picks up thor's hammer oh yeah everybody lost their minds and uh, i watch those because i that's how much i miss going to the movies girl i mean not to be depressing but like yeah, I do. I realized the other day, like, I have, here's the thing, Carmen and I are both pretty introverted people. We've yeah. been kind of thriving. Yeah. <laughs> being alone. But at the same time, the other day, I had this real deep, I thought, sadness thinking about, like, going to restaurants. <laughs> it made me yeah. so sad. I was like, I was like, because I, I remembered, like, I just like the feeling of us all going to, like, what's that sushi <laughs> restaurant we would go to sometimes? Chambler. That one, yeah, Sushi on Blur, and it's, like, so fucking packed. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, multiple times, we've just been stuck by the window, and it's just, like, <laughs> just the whole waiting. place is so packed, and the lady is yelling at you because <laughs> you're in the way, like, like the staff are, like, yelling at you. It's I miss it so much. I miss going to restaurants and fucking lining up outside because it's so goddamn busy, and everyone's yeah. packed in. And, uh, so good. I miss it. I miss restaurants, and I miss movies. <sighs> I miss movies so bad, Catherine. Like, I just want to see one of these big-ass movies in theaters. Even just, like, some sometimes when I was, like, I didn't have anything to do or I was downtown, I would just go to a movie by myself and sit in a nice movie theater and eat some popcorn and watch some dumb movie. And it was great, even by myself. But, like, Carmen and I, we have, like, a long history of going to movies first night, like, together, and we watch it with a big crowd and it's just so beautiful because everybody reacts really big and like our, nobody's out here being quiet. <laughs> literally, like our birthday thing is that Carmen's born at the beginning of May and I'm born at the end of May. And we will pay for each other's birthday movie on our like little birthday dates, even if the movie's dumb. I think one of my birthday movies was Baywatch with The Rock <laughs> and it was great. Now I'm looking back on that so fondly. <laughs> I know, and I always got a Marvel movie on my birthday. You did always get a Marvel movie. And now we have to fucking wait. <sighs> Breaks my soul. Not that we have to well, you know, WandaVision <laughs> was a good show. <laughs> it was a very good Reminiscing. show. Do you have any recommendations today, Catherine? Do I have any recommendations? Let me think. Hang on, actually. <laughs> give me one second. Give me one second. Um. <laughs> Oprah, Meghan Markle interview. Yo! Okay, good, Carmen. That's a good idea. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna no I'm not gonna recommend the Oprah Meghan Markle interview but you should watch it I am going to recommend Mm. the Netflix documentary um, called Ripper about the Yorkshire Ripper because it is one of the most fucking frustrating documentaries you've ever seen because the Yorkshire Ripper case was one of the worst fucking mishandlings of a case I've ever seen I've Ever. ever seen Mm-mm-mm-mm. ever seen if you are looking for true crime that's not too like graphic because they don't get too into no. what, hap- what like what happens to the victims they, like, they talk about it but you won't have to deal with anything too graphic you're just gonna be fucking pissed off at how the police were the most incompetent police i have ever ever <laughs> seen ever and they were all exactly what you think they were all upper class british guys who just fucking didn't know shit and some slightly lower class british middle class guys who maybe could have figured something out, but were blocked at every turn. It's maddening. Maddening. (laughs) So I have one, also true crime, and it is called, it is a podcast, an NBC, like 2020-ish podcast called Mommy Doomsday. Okay. The hell is that? uh, It's great. So there's this woman. I've talked about her before, I'm sure. This is a new story. It just came out this year. Her name is Lori Vallow. 
okay? And so she was a mom with two kids and then they adopted another kid or something. She was a Mormon and somewhere down the line, you know, she was married. She got married twice. And then she met this guy who was like a doomsday guy who said that he, you know, read the scriptures of, of, of the Book of Mormon. And he I mean, was like, we watch this already. No. So he, <laughs> you, Mormons, let me just start. This is, this, is a, this is abducted in plain sight. <laughs> yeah, essentially. So this guy said that he read these Mormon texts that basically said that he was going to rule the world and that she was destined to be with him. So all of the, each of their spouses died in mysterious circumstances really <sighs> mysterious circumstances then they got together then they moved to the middle of nowhere didn't tell the family where they were and their their kids their two kids they had no like nobody everybody was like where are your kids and they're like oh, they're fine six or seven months down the line they're both arrested because everybody's like where are your children and they're refusing to say where the kids are and they kept running away because they're both very white so they get to like move to hawaii and nobody arrests them ever they keep getting arrested and then they're like bye uh you don't have any even though they like nobody knows where their kids are you know a couple of months ago they found the kids buried in the backyard of of the husband anyway and their whole story was that everybody who was bad in their eyes who wasn't holy was a zombie so they killed the kids because they said the kids were zombies yo that's a shot you you fucking buried (laughs) the lead there that's a what (laughs) they thought they were in the walking dead the whole time yes Essentially, their real life was a walking dead. And if you were evil or you didn't agree with them, you were a zombie. And your body had been taken over by an evil spirit and they needed to kill you. So that was kind of their story. And uh, it's really great for anybody who likes like a very well narrated story because it's like a guy who's telling it. And it's so funny. You know, like old true crime shows, it was always like the guy with like the really narrator-ish voice. found out that her husband. But that's the whole, the whole, the whole podcast is that. And it's just like quite soothing for something so horrifying so it's great well that's mommy doomsday lovely mommy doomsday god you know funnily enough i thought you were gonna say murder uh, amongst the mormons which is some other i haven't watched it yet because i haven't watched it either girl that's our date let's do that i thought did you want to watch fast and furious (gasps) oh yeah i want to watch fast and furious we have to do that oh god (sighs) okay well we'll we'll set up a date but i am not watching all of them I mean, I live my life one quarter mile at a time, Carmen. You can find me living my life one quarter <laughs> mile at a time at BCC Williams pretty much everywhere. Um, and you can find us at I'd Kill a Spider for You uh, on Instagram and I'd Kill a Spider number four letter U on Twitter and I'd Kill a Spider for You on um, Facebook. Listen, we have like a, a very particular name. You type it in, you're finding us. Yeah, that's all you're finding. You won't find anything else. Um, and my maybe an exterminator or something. Oh, maybe. Uh, my Instagram is Carmen underscore Maria four one six for any of my uh, grief related events that I am running and or uh, any funny posts about guillotines, not guillotines, and also not liking the ruling class or landlords. Yeah. Thank you. And good night. Oh, thank you and good night. <laughs>